0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Hawks Championship Center. We're in one hour. Nebraska will name their 31st head football coach. As Matt Rural will be introduced behind us as we get ready to listen to a new era of Husker football, a gentleman who has had very good success at a couple stops in college, Temple and Baylor, and then just recently in the National Football League with the Carolina Panthers. Joined by Damon Benning and Jessica Coody, will be with you for the next hour as we get you set up to hear from the man himself. Here in about 60 minutes, he and his family landed in Lincoln earlier this morning. He has been through a car wash of things here at the stadium in the last couple of hours, a lot of picture taking, a lot of, uh, he met with the football team a few minutes ago, and now is enjoying lunch before making his way over here to the Hawks Championship
1: Center. Let's start. Damon, your thoughts about the hiring that Trev Alberts has made. Well, I'm happy, and and when I look at it relative, because I think context matters, and when you look at the rest of the landscape of college football, Uh, what's going on in Wisconsin, what's going on in Auburn, what's going on with some other schools around the country, Trev managed to get his guy stay out of the distractional fray and give his interim head coach every chance to be successful in the meantime. So when I look at the productivity of the search and the quality of coach that you come out with, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. I definitely think context matters. Jessica, it was amazing. People kept
0: asking us. Who's it going to be? We didn't. There was nothing to talk about.
2: Yeah, and even when Trev would come in for his his monthly uh, AD shows on Sports Nightly, I mean, it was nothing it was so tight-lipped and everybody thought that we had some inside info we absolutely did not but i gotta tell you when as soon as it became official with coach rule i have two really good friends that worked with him at baylor and said you guys got a good one and you guys are going to love working with coach rule so i'm excited and saw what he did i was at oklahoma when he took over the head job at baylor and boy it was in shambles i mean they, it was in such a bad place after Art Riles had left and, and with the scandals and all of that, and I think he had one recruit in the 2017 class, and a lot of the freshmen wanted out, and it was one of those things where you thought Baylor was going to be that team that people want to host for homecoming, right? I mean, I know that's more of a, a high school thing, but uh, how is Baylor going to come back from this? And boy, it took him one season. You could already see the turnaround in, as far as how they played, the mental toughness, how, um, you know, hard they, they played every single game, and, AND THREE YEARS, BOY, THEY'RE PLAYING FOR A BIG 12 TITLE. IT WAS REALLY IMPRESSIVE TO SEE.
0: I WANT TO GO ONE MORE TIME WITH YOU BEFORE I get GO BACK TO DAMON ABOUT WHAT DAMON SAID ABOUT this search was able to happen without really distracting the current team. Yeah. And I, don't, I hope we just don't completely forget that that team went out and just won a nice football game on Friday. That was and I don't think that would have happened had there been more noise out there about the search.
2: Yeah, I mean, just so much kudos and praise and shout-outs to the coaching staff that was here and Mickey Joseph for leading the way, but also those players that were in that locker room, you know. I had said it from the start of summer and when I started doing these interviews, how much I liked this team and how much they liked each other and how much they loved being together in that locker room and how much they loved going to battle together. And while the scoreboard didn't come out the right way of of what they had hoped when they set out on on this season, they stuck together. And I was so glad that that group of guys was able to walk off the field together with that win and some of those seniors that really helped Mickey. I mean, we've heard stories of how Mickey Joseph had called Travis Vokolek, Garrett Nelson, uh, you know, Miles Farmer some of these leaders in and said, hey, I need you to help lead this football team. And boy, they, they got behind him and they stayed locked in. And I was so happy for some of those guys that played their final game in a Nebraska uniform that were able to walk off the field. It was just, it was so awesome to see their how elated they were. How It was almost like the weight of the world had been lifted off that they, they got that win. Uh, that win and a big win over Iowa at that.
0: I, I won't forget the dash to go get the trophy. I know, that, that right? That was a really cool moment. I didn't
2: know that was happening, by the way. That I was, was- like,
0: that was really special. <laughs> Damon, the, probably one of the first questions that's going to be asked here in the next
1: hour is going to be about Mickey Joseph. Where Do you, do you got a sense of where that's headed? Yeah, I, I think actually it, it'll be one of those deals where I think Mickey, given his druthers, would stay. Uh, I think his family likes it here. Uh, I know that the, the schooling was important to the kids. They're, they're comfortable, and I don't think he really wants to uproot his family. But at the end of the day, as you know and Jess knows, it's business, and so um, he's going to have a ton of options. Um, but I really hope that they find a way to, to, to reach an agreement to keep Coach Joseph here, because I think ideally that would be his that's preference one A for him.
0: Oscar Nation loves this guy. He did yeah. a great job.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I think it's pretty understated, especially for a coach that that didn't have a winning record for uh, the folks that are keeping track of that sort of thing, but you and I, and and just know how far away this team was when he took over. Uh, He got a defense to play well with coach Bush where they had three of the four last games. Those teams had zero at on the scoreboard at the half. Uh, The offense found ways to, to, to be a little more than serviceable at times without the quarterback that this offense was built around. And the kids played hard every week. When you, When you look at the emotional highs and lows that this team had and where Coach Joseph got them in order to have some consistency, it's more than admirable. It's impressive, to say the least.
2: And I'll I'll say this, too, in in terms of – keeping Coach Joseph and a couple of guys on the staff. I mean, we'll see, uh, listen to Coach Will give a speech about how important it is building his staff, and, and that's going to be what we'll be watching really closely from here on out, right? But but one of the things that he did at Baylor is he brought on guys that he hadn't worked with before that knew the Texas area, and I think it will be important for him to have guys that are familiar with Nebraska and this program, and so, yeah, we'll see uh, which guys keep on, but I, I think Mickey Joseph would be absolutely a monumental piece to keep because a lot of the guys, we're going to talk about recruiting recruiting and recruiting these high school guys, but you're also going to have to recruit some of these guys that are in this locker room right now, right? And I think a lot of these guys that are in this locker room stay if Mickey Joseph stays. And, you know, with the days of the transfer portal, who knows? You know, but I think a lot of players love playing for Mickey and would stay if he was part of the staff.
0: Matt Rule was very successful, Damon, recruiting the state of Texas. Yeah. And I think Nebraska, when we left the Big 12, kind of said, you know, we probably need to make our move to the upper Midwest,
1: recruit where we're going to play. But I got a sense maybe getting back in that state more. Yeah, he's definitely has connections. And I think the cool thing about Coach Rule is, you know, Jess was doing a roster breakdown uh, the last couple of days. And uh, she's spot on with what the numbers come back and show you that he has – He has done a very good job of understanding the areas that he's in. When he was at uh, Temple, those rosters were primarily from the Northeast. When he was at Texas, they were primarily from the state of Texas. And so geographically, I think he's found a way to morph and be kind of a chameleon to what is going to suit his team's talents so I would think that that would be very consistent he will recruit the Midwest and take advantage of the ties that he has in the state of Texas
2: Greg I actually have those numbers so in 2017 it had 118 players on the roster there was just 24 players that were not from the state of Texas in 2018 just 23 players that were not from the state of Texas and in 2019 30 players but overall in those three rosters it was 80 percent of the roster was from the state of Texas so I went to the Temple roster in 2016, his last roster in uh, there at Temple, 124 players, 85 were from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, of course, Temple right there on the border of New Jersey and Pennsylvania. But if you add New York and Maryland, who that states that border uh, Pennsylvania, over 80%. And so I do think he's going to make Nebraska a priority and, and, you know, get these kids in this state too. But that pipeline to Texas certainly uh, would be huge, right?
0: That's where all the population is. And there's already been three offers that have- gone out from this staff, the new staff, from Coach Rule in the
1: last 24, 48 hours. Yeah, definitely busy. And I think roster management is an underappreciated skill set for head coaches. You can't leave that to anybody else. I think you have to know full full well where you are numbers-wise, Uh, what position needs are and where your depth is, because this isn't a program that's going to be about junior colleges and the transfer portal. He's a development Mm -hmm. guy that loves to get kids better, and understanding your roster management from where guys are will be crucial.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at, again, those recruiting classes that he had at at Baylor – a lot of the five stars were going to Texas, Texas A&M, right? You know, and, and we make a big deal about the stars, but a lot of really good players were three stars, two stars that were developed in college, and I think that's that's very important to Coach Rule and the staff that he'll bring in.
0: And Trev made that comment several times in the last month or so. This is going to be a bit of a rebuild job. This yeah. is not just coming in and keep on moving. This, that's, and I think Nebraskans, Damon, have to kind of step back and have a little bit of sense of where this
1: program is right now and there is a lot of rebuilding to be done here yeah. unfortunately uh, there is especially in the offensive and defensive lines you can get enough skill guys to kinda of keep yourself in the hunt but if you want long-term sustainability it has got to be through your offensive and defensive lines and i think coach rule and this staff will understand that and and i know there's this temptation to look at how, the manner in which games were played the last couple of years close one score games You looked pretty good in spurts, just a few more good players. And you couple that with where the Big Ten West is right now and its shift. Northwestern going to have to revisit where their program is. Wisconsin making a change. Iowa going to have to address where their program is. Uh, Minnesota kind of just status quo. Illinois, are they there? Not sure. A lot of those guys were Coach Smith. So when you look at where it is, I just don't know if Nebraska fans can rally around Purdue playing in the Big Ten West Championship, you know, representing the Big Ten West. So the tug to look at the West and think it's right for the pickings versus where your roster is realistically – They're going to have to buoy those two things.
2: I think it's been crazy, too, though, to see, again, just the national interest in this hire at Nebraska. And you're going to hear Dusty Dvorak here in a little bit. He's an ESPN analyst at just how college football is better when Nebraska is good, right? And so we joke all the time about people say, oh, Nebraska's irrelevant. But look how much attention was paid on this coaching search and this hire over the last 48 hours.
0: Got the lead on one of the leads on game day. On Saturday. So, hey, our coverage today brought to you by Woodhouse. Shop Woodhouse first 18 brands, 16 convenient locations. Simplify car buying to save you time. Shop finance, buy online at Woodhouse.com.
2: You know, one of the things that I really took note of that you hear a lot from a lot of people that know Coach Rule and how he runs his program is that toughness, that mentality, and he's a no-nonsense kind of guy, and he wants his players to play like that.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's what Nebraska fans want to see from this group here is more toughness. And you know, this is a guy, Damon who played the Big Ten Conference, so he understands it. I think some people think, oh, is it Baylor? and in the NFL. But his deep, deep roots are in Big Ten country.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think he understands where he is and what he's doing. And he's shown that on multiple occasions. It's not just with his roster makeup, but it's the style of football, too. You take a deeper dive into him statistically, he, he typically starts a little run heavy. He did it both at Temple and at Baylor. And as the tenure went on he became a little bit more balanced but he looks to be about a 55 45 kind of guy maybe 53 47 if you get into the weed weeds and so i think he understands in order to win here it takes good toughness it takes being able to run the ball and it takes being able to stop the run and that's a lot of who his personality is to be clear you're not saying the fullback is coming back (laughs) right (laughs) i won't go as far as to get everybody started on that but we're close (laughs) Folks, the East Plaza
0: is filling up. A lot of fans waiting out there for the new football coach to make a little appearance. Uh, Here's some pictures from over there. Herbie's uh, there. Chanting them on. Uh, Coach is going to be dropped off there with his family. They're going to make their walk by the Devaney statue over there and come in. Oh, love that outfit right there. That's fantastic. Uh, That's going to happen here in about uh, five minutes is when that unity walk uh, will be taking place. So if you're listening to us, watching us on our YouTube stream, and you want to race over there, you still have time. The band's out there. A pretty good production, Jessica, to to kind of welcome the new coach to town.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I was down there on the field when he went down there to take some pictures and do some promo. Videos and I was chatting with his son, and he, his son was telling me, he was the one, by the way, that when Matt Roll went on that interview and said that his son said, Dad you need to coach, you belong in coaching, right? You need to get back to it. And so I was chatting with him about it, and boy, he had already commented about how great the fans are. I was like, just wait, you're just getting a a small taste of it. I can't wait to see what his reaction is, seeing those fans uh, welcome him in. David, we got a couple of questions for you in the Facebook chat. So this one's from Brandon. Temple and Baylor aside, what is a reasonable expectation for Coach Rule in year one?
1: Well, I think you want Nebraska to, to be extremely competitive in the Big Ten West. I don't think... I think if they found a way to stay in close games this year, I don't think there's any reason why they can't a year from now. The, the conference, that division is in flux. I think it's in a little transition, and I fully expect him to look competitive in year one.
2: All right, here's one more for you. Um What does he think of the possible assistance? It sounds like we are on our way on uh, or who else we might see roll add. yeah
1: I'll be curious to see what happens defensively, especially if he if he's reunited again with a guy like Coach Collins uh who we had at Mississippi State in Florida uh who were at Mississippi State in Florida, and, and just recently let go at georgia Tech and Of course, all eyes are on what happens here with coach Joseph I think as well to help solidify the staff so he's been so many places and he's so well traveled uh, keep an eye with what happens at the running back spot in Carolina too he's got a really good relationship with a few guys left on that staff so uh, I think within the next week it'll start to firm up because he knows he's got to get going with recruiting right around the corner.
0: It's Greg Sharp along with Damon Benning and Jessica Coody. We are inside the Hawks Championship Center getting ready for the introduction of Matt Rule, Nebraska's 31st football coach. That'll be at the bottom of the hour, so 30 more minutes. People string, straggling in behind us. A lot of the media getting set up. Former players here uh, to t- take their look. And I would guess we'll see some of the current players maybe make their way in here.
2: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Uh, coach Rule had met with some. Some of the current players on this roster earlier today, and uh, you know, it, it that's gonna be fascinating. We, we've talked about a lot of the high school recruiting, which also, too, a lot of those guys can come on campus here right. these these next couple weekends here in December, even the ones that have already taken official visits here. That's a rule with the NCAA. If there's a coaching change, you can come back and, and revisit the school. So, we're gonna have a lot of recruits on campus as well, in addition to some of those guys going out and about. But yeah, you, you got to recruit a lot of these current players. There's a lot of young players on defense on the defensive side of the. The BALL, Right, a lot of young freshmen: Ernest Hausman, Malcolm HARTOG. We've seen a lot of young players that stepped up and made an impact uh, this season. H.J. Allen, a freshman running back, and so there's some really good pieces that are already in place on this roster that you have to start recruiting there, right? And, and then also get those um, those freshmen and those incoming recruits and, and build that class as well.
0: Damon, who was this close to saying the fullback's coming back,
1: <laughs> it's got to be along the lines, right? Mm-hmm. That's to be a big focus in the next three weeks. Absolutely, defensively for sure. You know, you get. Prohaska and Noren's Norelli back, Mm -hmm. which will be huge, potentially. Uh, Kevin Williams can come back and still has two years uh, after a medical. So the offensive line has some, some promise in terms of numbers. You definitely have to stockpile. But the defensive line is where Nebraska is going to have to make some hay. They are extremely thin after some tough classes in 19 and 20.
2: Um, No question, but uh, Brandon did have a follow-up that wanted to note that Damon has been a terrific addition to Husker game days. Have always loved his analysis and insight about the game. Love listening to him and Greg on Saturdays. Yeah, we had some fun on Saturday.
1: Night. I, I, and I gotta say this. I, I this isn't just blowing smoke. The way that the you guys have taken me in, and and I've always had a ton of respect for Greg, and I think he's extremely funny, which kind of fits in my wheelhouse. It's good balance. Because I sometimes will get technical, so I like the blend, and it has been—you uh, guys have been nothing short of fantastic.
0: I don't know what you two were doing Saturday. I was on my couch. <laughs> yeah. Friday, I was working. Friday, 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 Friday I was
2: my working. bad, my bad. Yeah, see,
1: there he goes again. It's, I know. You got to watch him. He's totally—he
2: he kind of lets us go. out he's like brother ca- and sister, yep. and then all of a sudden he'll like get you in there. You know,
1: my favorite thing about him is he can he can light the match, and then he'll Step slowly back, back, back you, away. Yes, yes, he, he totally is, does he is that. He's fantastic. I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs>
2: right now. Hey, got another question for you. This is from Caleb. What is the idle quarterback for Nebraska going forward, well, which depends on the OC, right? Yeah,
1: yeah I think he's got to have some versatility, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at the way Spencer Rattler played at South Carolina, I actually like it. He's mobile enough to keep you honest, but it's not the focal point of, of the offense in terms of the quarterback run game. He's had to have some creativity, and South Carolina didn't get good offensively overnight. So he... He had to have some patience, but I think it's a it's a dual-threat quarterback that gives you the threat of the run, but is a pass-first guy.
0: And you mentioned South Carolina because there's some smoke out there that that may be where Matt Rural is looking for his offensive coordinator. We may get some... DEFINITE ANSWERS FROM THE the NEW HEAD COACH HERE AT THE BOTTOM OF THE AIR. I'M TOLD THE UNITY WALK IS GOING ON NOW WITH THE COACH ON THE EAST SIDE. I'D KIND OF LIKE TO BE OVER THERE RIGHT NOW. YEAH, THAT'S A COOL DEAL. I SHOULD HAVE LEFT YOU GUYS AND GONE OVER THERE AND BEEN A PART OF THIS LITTLE THING.
2: AND AGAIN, SAW THEM ON THE FIELD EARLIER. HOW ABOUT HIS FAMILY DECKED OUT IN in RED? BOY, THEY HAVE uh, GOT IT GOING ON. LOVE THE OUTFITS TODAY BY THE RULE CLAN.
0: Teenage boy and then two younger daughters is what he has, and I believe the teenage boy is in high school. Junior. Junior, Junior in high, high school. school. Uh, Trev Alberts is accompanying him, and uh, they're going to make their walk through and the band set up over there as well. So good-looking young family that now is going to be the first family of Husker football in about 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a heck of an honor, and and uh, really really proud of the way that the search went on and and kind of how it landed, especially for what Nebraska needs. It's all about fit. Now let's hope that this one's the right one.
2: Damon, we had talked a lot about Texas and how he wasn't from Texas, but he went in and won over those Texas high school football coaches and potentially maybe could open that pipeline back up. But again, as someone from Nebraska, you've got a son that plays high school football in Nebraska. How important is it to lock down this state first and foremost and get the talent here?
1: Over the next three years, it's huge. Mm-hmm. The 24 class, the 25 class, and the 26 class is uber talented with um, some high school stars, so I think that one will be huge. And Nebraska's already done a really good job of kind of establishing those roots. Guys like Kenny Wilhite, Vince Ginta, guys like that have really kind of spearheaded the local recruiting, have done a good job in making sure that Nebraska's already got some good inroads.
0: And the best way to really lock down your state, win. And, oh, absolutely that's, that's part of it and that's one absolutely. of the things when you're not winning guys are going well I could go there but I want to go to bowl games I want to be in the national championship talk and
1: that hasn't been reality here for the last almost decade that's definitely part of it and I'm I'm kind of getting reacclimated to what's important to young people and what isn't and I was oh, surprisingly yeah. surprised at the level of how much winning matters it it I didn't think it was kind of at the forefront early on, but the more that I'm watching it, I think it's right up there in terms of development as well, which is an underappreciated facet of recruiting. Players want to go someplace where I think they're going to get better and have the opportunity to do so. Coverage of the Matt Rural Press Conference from the Hawks Championship Center. Greg Sharp, Damon
0: Benning, Jessica Cootie will join us from down on the field here in just a few minutes. Big day for Huskers. 31st head football coach about to be introduced to the crowd here today. and Oh, what a crowd. I mean, there's a who's who down there. Yeah,
1: I'm, I am not surprised, but goodness gracious, on short notice, folks rallying. I mean, it just, it's kind of what makes this place unique. You can embrace the past, just don't be held captive by it. That's the key. And you saw the walk coming in the building, the, the, the distinctive walk of Johnny the yeah, Jet. Yeah, Johnny the Jet Rogers. Right. I saw Steve Warren, Jay Foreman, Red Baron. I mean, there are a lot of guys down there that from all – the Kelseys are here uh, spanning a lot of different decades to support uh, Coach Rule. Coach
0: Rural obviously was let go by the Carolina Panthers about two months ago, but there's been a long list of coaches, Damon, that have left the NFL, gone back to college, and done very, very well,
1: including the guys playing for a Big Ten championship game this week in Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, absolutely, and I think although there's not a lot of direct correlations in terms of success rate of some key indicators, I think one thing's clear knowing who you are fundamentally and having some conviction are a couple of keys that i think are definitely portable
0: yeah jessica cootty J- damon mentioned some of the stars that are down below jessica Coody standing by with one of the uh, great black shirts of all time
2: our good friend jay foreman well exciting day for the program your initial reaction to matt rule taking over as the head coach
3: well i think it's uh it's good uh, you know i think uh the, you know matt's a good coach his, his record stands and his uh uh you know his prowess is you know right up there with anybody so i think it's it's good the decisions made and um you know he loves the coach and love the you know development i think uh, where he's from you know upper pa and then also uh you know i mean the fact that he was a walk-on at penn state that's kind of one thing that i thought you know kind of let me know that he can kind of fit in right here and penn state is somewhat like nebraska and so i think it's you know it's a good good match and so time will tell but i think he's going to come in and work and and uh, represent real well
2: one thing that you hear about matt rule and, and what he wants his players play with the toughness and that mentality and you got to love that
3: yeah yeah i mean i think that you know i know some people that work with him uh they all swear by him they'll be tough they'll be physical they'll be in shape and he's going to develop on and off the field too it's not just what he's going to push them to do on the field so i think that's just as important and um his standards are going to be high i know there's going to be pressure on him and if he didn't like the pressure he wouldn't be here so you know i think that's uh shows you right there he's not scared of a challenge because it's a challenge right here and uh you know he's willing to take it
2: you talked about development how important is that for this staff that's coming in to to be able to bring guys in and then develop them
3: well it's key you know i think you know he's going to look for football players uh first and that's what i think has been missing the measurable game doesn't really work well around here um so he has a long record of finding guys that he has a vision for in year two, three, and then obviously four, you know, four years down the road, and that's what we've always done when we were successful. It still works here, and I think that's something that he's done uh, everywhere he's been. So, um, you know, I look forward to him doing it, and, um, you know, I think he's going to have supportive people, and I think he knows that, you know, his work will set uh, set the tone of everything else. So, you know, I mean, granted, you know, the pressure's great, as you know, which everybody will be talking about at dinner time, but I think with him, he's going to come in and ready to work, and and the rest will be history.
2: You're one of several players that are here today. Why was it important for you to be here to support Coach Rule here today?
3: <laughs> well, what well, I was summoned, the, the number, uh, number one. But number two, you know, you always uh, support Nebraska. And, uh, look, I understand how it is. He's coming in as an outsider. I'm from Minnesota. So, uh, you know, I'm not from Nebraska. and Neither is he. Uh, But the pressure is there, and so I assume that, you know, he's going to need all the support. Now, granted, he's going to handle his business, but, you know, having guys here, knowing that he has people he can lean on or just kind of, you know, get a, you know, a handshake from is probably make his uh, job that much easier. So, you know, the, the least I could do is come down.
2: And then just what about developing a staff? And, you know, he, he hasn't always just taken guys that he's always worked with. Right. I mean, how important is that as you, you know, mo- build a program is, is the guys that you have around you?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's key. I mean, his success is going to depend on the staff and then the players. And, uh, and you know, obviously he's going to have a big hand in it. So I think, that you, you know, his ability to go from Rutgers um, or not Rutgers, excuse me, Temple down the, the, to Baylor. And do well, let you know that he he reached outside of the norm and to be successful. So he's done it before and he has a different way of thinking about it, but it all seems to work and so um, I'm sure he'll you know, mix some old, and new and, and some present and everything'll just hit the hopefully hit the ground running.
2: Jay Foreman, appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Greg, we'll send it back up to you.
0: All right, thank you, Jessica. Jay Foreman is part of our Big Red Reaction Show here on the network, and that's a job that I don't envy. that has been tough to, to sit in there and take those calls after the games we've had in the last couple years, but Jay's a, Jay's a good, solid guy.
1: Yes, he is, and understands what it takes uh, because he's seen it. He was a volunteer here the last couple of years or at least two years ago, and I think he's got a good pulse on what's happening with the staff and uh, providing some insight. And, again, there's a level of optimism uh, that
0: we haven't seen in the last 4 or 5 years. Oh Damon's mic went uh we'll get we'll get that cleaned up there. Get to... Uh... He, Dave has been dropping the mic all day, so it's probably has something to do with it. It got uh, jammed or jimmied. We're about 10 minutes away from the start of the press conference. You saw moments ago we had uh, uh, Matt Rule made a little unity walk of his own, Came, uh, got dropped off on the east side of the stadium, walked through a throng of fans, several hundred fans. The band was out there. Herbie was out there. And then he addressed the crowd a little bit. They gave him a microphone. He was able to, to say thank you and great to be in Lincoln. Uh, now he's making his way toward the Hawks Championship Center for the bottom of the hour press Conference. What we anticipate during the press conference: quick comments from Trev Alberts, the introduction of Matt Rule, and then whatever he wants to say. And then he's going to take questions. So you're going to be able to hear from the media and their questions. And then we will talk to the head coach uh, following uh, the press conference. So well, a lot coming your way here on the Huskers Radio Network and on our live stream on Huskers.com. We talked about Husker royalty being in the house. Three Heisman Trophy winners in Nebraska football history. The first was Johnny the Jet Rogers. He's standing by now with Jessica.
2: All right. Well, you guys were talking about stars down here. I found the star of the show, Hi, it's been Johnny Rogers. Well, love the outfit. How you yeah, doing?
4: Doing just fine. We're back in it to win it. Yeah. 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 Everybody's having a party now.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, Coach Rule is the guy taking over this program. What was your initial thoughts of that?
4: Well, after I looked over things, I seen that Coach Rule has a history of taking teams from a low level to a higher level. AND SO THAT'S EXACTLY THE SITUATION THAT WE'RE IN HERE RIGHT NOW. AND I THINK THAT Mickey HAS A reputation FOR BEING A GREAT RECRUITER. Uh, SO I THINK NOW WE HAVE TWO SPOTS uh, field AND THE START OF A GOOD PROGRAM.
2: WHY DID YOU WANT TO BE HERE TODAY TO SUPPORT HIM?
4: WELL, I WANT TO SUPPORT OUR PROGRAM. I HAVE NOWHERE ELSE TO GO. <laughs> I CAN'T SUPPORT OKLAHOMA. <laughs> SO I'M STILL IN SUPPORT OF NEBRASKA. I, I THINK OUR FUTURE IS SO BRIGHT WE GOT TO WEAR SHADES.
2: Uh- Yeah, I mean, that part of it, too, just the development and and getting this program back uh, where we all want it to be, right? How much do you believe that this program can get there?
4: Well, I certainly believe that anything is possible, and uh, I think that we all want it. Uh, We have enough support always from our fan base. Uh, The alumni is is always in the game. The regents are in there. I think everybody's thinking it's it's time. It's time. We've uh, been down for so long. Uh, that we need to take a step up and get a right running start. And you are what you think about most of the time, and most of the time we're thinking about winning
2: toughness and mentality ARE some of the things that he had talked about of course was a linebacker Penn State and it was from the East Coast how important is that in the big Ten to have that toughness that grit when you go out there on the
4: football field well it's really important because you you can't you have to be the intimidator. you can't be intimidated and mm-hmm. uh, no, we we have not had a history of being intimidated uh, we have to go out here and show people what we're working with you know you can't talk about it you got to go out here and do it and get it done week after week after week it's not something that you just win sometimes we want to win all the the time. Uh, winning isn't everything, uh, but here in Nebraska we rate it right up there with oxygen. It's pretty darn important.
2: Well, how, what do you think about the setup and the turnout? And there's lots of fans that are outside. How about that?
4: Well, I figured there'd be a lot of people here and a lot of support because we have support. We haven't won, but no one's given up. We, we, don't, we, we don't quit on anything big or small because it might become a habit. So we're, we're all in it to win it, and we really believe. Things come to you as you believe. You believe you can, or you believe you can't wherever you believe you're probably going to be right and we certainly believe we can
2: love it thanks for your time we will we will love it
4: Every day's game day y'all
2: <laughs> every, day. every day hey and you brought your game day attire today
4: oh yeah well this is what they gave me so this is what i'm wa- working with <laughs> all right johnny rogers appreciate your time greg back up to you
1: oh what an interesting experience the first time she's got a chance to talk to the jet in all his glory i hope she's okay <laughs> He's a he's the best. Oh, he is! He is. Oh he's, he's, a, he's a great ambassador for the program, and and uh, hopefully she caught up with all the one-liners and the uh-huh. little analogies because yeah. he's full of them.
0: He does have a lot of those. We love we love Johnny. It's great to have him down here. Uh, just went by the uh, 50th anniversary of his Heisman Trophy win, so that was uh, amazing as well. Well, the, the new head coach uh, is making his way making their way toward the building here and getting ready for an introduction of the 31st head football coach uh, for the Cornhuskers in Matt Rule. Trev Alberts will be doing the honors of that here in a few minutes inside the Hawks Championship Center. Uh, This is quite a place uh, for him, and this will be a big place that he'll get to know a
1: lot of in the coming months. Yeah, it's always interesting. People think they know what they signed up for until they really get here. Hopefully Coach Rule has been prepped (laughs) on the fervor of this fan base in the media because I think it is different once you're here. There's a good and there's a not-so-good, right? Because there's
0: so much of a light that shines on Husker football year-round. We both have felt it for the last several decades, and you've got to be prepared for it. And I think he has because he's had the
1: bright lights of the NFL on him. I think that helped prepare. That's why I keep mentioning the word conviction. You have to have some resolve and some conviction in the process because there can be some times where you maybe second-guess. Can't last for too long if you want to make it here. Jessica rejoins
0: us back up on the the main stage. Damon Felt for you. Johnny three a lot of one-liners.
2: There. That was not my first time talking to him. Oh, I thought I it was. talked to him at Oklahoma last year, remember? <laughs> so, um, I mean, did you guys see his red jacket? Yeah, yeah going always, on.
0: He always dresses to the night. I told
2: him we coordinate. We we needed to take a pick, so. Oh, Good, to hear. Careful Good to hear from now. Jay Foreman, too. <laughs> yes, yep. Um, lots of... Former players down there. I was going to get a couple more, but you know, the camera was getting set up for Coach Rule. He's already made his way into the building. He actually just walked by here, so uh, he'll be making his interest at any point. So the camera had to get ready to go.
0: Yeah. Not not far off from <laughs> the start of this press conference with Matt Rule, who will be named the 31st head football coach of the Cornhuskers here in just a few moments by Trev Alberts. And again, Damon, credit to Trev. What a, a long search, the longest search in Husker football history to find this guy. And those of us who were doing some digging to try to find out some name stuff, we couldn't find it. He did a great job of keeping this under the wraps.
1: Yeah. yeah, played it close to the vest while not being a distraction for his interim head coach and the current team, which I, I, I can't be understated. He's a total professional that believes in the process, and I think it revealed itself with today.
2: And Matt Rule said that on his interview with Coach, uh, on College Game Day about how much respect he had for Mickey Joseph and the way that the team finished the season and they bought into what he had done. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Husker fans, that's why so many fans have, have bought into him and, and love him and what he did is, is the way that this team came out and fought so hard every single week despite the adversity that they, they were going through.
0: One of the questions I asked Joel Clatt was how much guys want to know who they're going to work for and they have to feel comfortable working for a certain guy. To know that you're getting a former football player and a broadcaster in Trev Alberts, it's got to be a little comforting to know Absolutely. he
1: knows how it needs to be done. It's a big deal. <laughs> I, I don't care what level it is from high school to college to the NFL. Your bosses matter. It, you yeah. cannot operate onto an island. And I think with Trev, and I think sometimes the hard part for Trev is to not be more meddlesome, right? Talk scheme. Talk – philosophy, talk training regimen, because those are all things that he's very aware of and stays current with. So I think there's some reassurance there knowing that you've got a football guy.
2: I think it's funny when I first talked to Trev when he first got hired about how when he watches games, he doesn't want to be, you know, down and and out and about and mingling. He wants to be watching where he can stay locked in. He's so competitive.
0: Coach Osborne hated having to do a lot of the things that an AD has to do during a game. He wanted to go sit in a suite and watch the game. He didn't want to have to go do an on-field presentation (laughs) or shake hands. He goes, I want to watch the game and break this thing down. But I think that's important, that your head football coach feels really comfortable with your AD,
1: and that AD understands what you're going through. Trev certainly does. They have some similarities in terms of their mindset, too. It's always about the process and doing your due diligence. They don't seem like either guy makes a lot of rash decisions or rushes to judgment they, they trust the process and fall back on training they'll definitely be able to share in that
2: you might have already talked about this if i missed it i apologize if you're matt roll what's the first order of business what, what are you doing i guess at the after today tomorrow the rest of this week
1: the order of operations is easy start to assemble your staff and get ready with recruiting you have an open live period on friday you've got to be ready to go with your staff in terms of recruiting
0: our coverage here on the Huskers Radio Network and on our Huskers.com stream is by, presented by Woodhouse. Shop Woodhouse first 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, buy online at Woodhouse.com. I'm going to ask each of you, what question are you really anxious to hear the answer to from Matt Rural in
1: the coming half hour, 45 minutes? Damon, I'll start with you. Well, I, I'd like I'm from, I would like to get familiarized with the process. Mm-hmm. Like when he finally decided, okay, this is what I want to do. This is the university that I want to be because he was highly sought after. The, he had some issues to work out with Carolina mm-hmm. in terms of the remainder of that contract. And I'm sure it was a little complicated. And then you have to stay focused and, and do your due diligence for your, the next task at hand. He missed football and uh, why Nebraska and, and the time frame is, is important.
2: I think just diving into his philosophy and, and the culture and how important it is and why that has become such a big part of what he wants to do as a head coach.
1: I
0: want to hear about the staff. Yes. What are you doing with the too. staff? I, I figured somebody I, would go there. I, I, I want to hear about where he's <laughs> going to go with this thing. But all three are right, and all three are really good answers to hear from. You can hear the Husker band, cranking up now vi- visual pictures of Trev and Matt Rural walking into the Hawks Championship Center. There he is, your 31st head football coach.
1: Yeah, looking good and with the bold red ties. They almost, maybe they both got the memo. Hey, let's go with the let's go with the red ties. All right, we'll let uh, the uh, pride of all Nebraska, the Cornhusker Marching Band, take you
0: the rest of the way, followed by words from Trev Alberts, and Matt Rural will be with you following the press conference.